Hello and welcome to the Events Podcast, where we help you build your events empire by building profitable events while having fun at the same time. So we've had a bit of a break over the summer, really since the start of the year, you know. I was really busy with my company Apps Events during the pandemic. Uh, I talked about that on the last call with James, you know, we, we transitioned to doing a lot of work for Google, running a lot of online events, doing different stuff. So I was just really busy, but I've really missed doing the events podcast and we're still getting great views. We're actually a top 10 podcast, top 10% of all podcasts in the world still, which is amazing as it's a very niche thing. But I want to say a couple of things. Firstly, if you enjoy the podcast, please get in touch with me. Like uh, most people don't give me any feedback and, and getting feedback really encourages me to make more episodes. Just email me at dan at appsevents.com, D-A-N at appsevents.com. Even better, if you can give us a review uh, anywhere you listen to the podcast, please stop right now in iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, wherever you are, and please leave us a review if possible, five stars, of course, would be great. So back to the podcast. So we, we really focus on helping event entrepreneurs run amazing events, and that could be people who run events companies, but also just as many people, maybe more, are entrepreneurs who just run events as part of their business. You might run events to promote something else, you might run meetups. They might run one big conference a year. This is the kind of people I want to help, you know, because I, I run events myself. So, you know, this podcast is kind of like therapy for me where I get help and assistance on how to run the event. So please leave some feedback. Uh, and secondly, obviously there's a lot of costs associating with this podcast. I've got two people who help me out with editing and graphics and everything else. So if you're a sponsor, possibly you're a software company, sells to the event industry, then and you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, like I said, it's a top 10 podcast. 10%, I keep saying 10, uh, please get in touch. Uh, we'd love to talk to you, danapsevents.com, and it, it'd be great to talk. So thank you very much, uh, and now on to the interview. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This episode is a little bit different. It's a short solo episode. I haven't really done one of these before, so please uh, let me know. Send me an email or comment. Let me know if you like it, if you don't like it, what was good. Uh, I'm actually recording this from Dubai, and, and I'll, I'll talk a bit about why why I'm in Dubai, how long I'm here for, and, and, and what the story is. But I also want to talk today about my experiences. I've gone to some in-person events. One was actually today. I've gone to two kind of trade show exhibitions and one conference. So it's interesting. They're the first ones I've been to since, you know, start of COVID in 2020. So I want to give some reflection on that. But first of all, why am I in Dubai? So basically, I live in Prague normally. And I made a decision I was going to come out to attend a trade show here called Jess. It's a big educational technology trade show. Our company, Apps Events, you know, we're selling Google services and Google training for schools. And I figured out this was a good, good one to come. Uh, there's a few around the world. There's Bet in the UK, which we go to every year. We're heavily involved doing stuff for Google. There's also ISTE. We're an ISTE partner. That's in America. So that covers kind of, you know, Europe and, and the U.S., um, there's a few in, in Asia, one called EduTech, but this is a Middle East one, and we want to do more in, in the Middle East. So I figured I'd come, and it was over four days. And then I started thinking, hang on a minute. You know, I was already honestly getting a bit sick, a bit down of Europe in general, not just not a, on a permanent basis, just because of COVID. You know, we had sort of rolling lockdowns. And, you know, I think if it happens again, I'm going to try not to let it bother me as much in terms of, you know, the effect it has on your psyche of, of the lockdowns and worrying about getting sick and worrying about your kids. Uh, but it, it did get to me a bit. And so I figured out, 
uh, you know, relatively speaking, at least right now, you know, the COVID cases are very low in Dubai, which is in the United Arab Emirates. And I figured out why not come out, bring the family. I've got two young children, uh, bring the family out, get some sunshine, do some work uh, and, and build it around this event. And um, that's one of the great things. Obviously, if you have a location independent business, I'm very lucky that Apps Events is a location independent business. So I managed to build it around. So I came out. Um, we booked an Airbnb for about seven weeks, and and we stayed in Dubai Marina, which is if you look at it on on a, on a, on picked on Google or on Google Maps, it's a really beautiful area. It's a marina, obviously. It's close to the beach at, at, at JBR Jumeirah Beach Residence. Uh, great connections. So you know, I wasn't really sure where to go because I wanted to meet some schools as well. And the schools, I mean, they're all over the Middle East, obviously. So uh, <clears throat> so we booked this. It's it's been great. I mean, it started off kind of badly. My um, Wife and me both got sick, I think, sinuses from, from the air conditioning and everything. My kids then got hand, foot and mouth disease, which sounds bad, but is apparently quite common. So we had a, a sort of you know, rough couple of weeks, but then it's, it's been great, honestly. Like, um, the kids, have, kids are all well. We've been out and about doing things. Uh, and what I did here is I, I figured out I'm, I'm not really a work-from-home person. I've tried it a lot. You know, I've got my own office in Prague, but it's, it's just me. It's an external office. So I thought I'd try co-working. I've done a lot of years in co-working. I tried a few. Uh, I settled, settled on a place called Astrolabs, and if you do come out to Dubai, I highly recommend Astrolabs. It's in uh, an area called JLT, not to be confused with JBR, uh, and it's great. Uh, the people here are really nice. I'm actually using one of their you know, video call rooms right now, uh, and, and super nice people. Uh, getting around this area is fantastic. There's these e-bikes, which I've always kind of you know been a bit dismissive of in Prague because it's you know, dangerous. You can't really ride on the road too much. So everyone rides, rides on the sidewalk and most down pedestrians. But here, it's really good. You know, they have these. Um, you know, you download the app, you pay a fixed fee for the month. Uh, you use, you know, you use your app, you scan it, and then you just get the bike for forty-five minutes. And and the f- locations are great. So like to get here, I just literally pick, uh, pick um, a bike up by our apartments, drop it by the co-working space. Um, if you need to cross, like go to a, a metro station or a tram, there's usually bike stations, right? It's a great way to get around. And, and Dubai's been great. I've been meeting a lot of people. I've got a few good friends here. So uh, doing a bit of sport. I've been golf. been going wake surfing. Um, we've been, I've been meeting, meeting a few schools. I mean, you know, the interesting thing is the meetings. It's been good, but not as good as I thought because it's, it's surprising how often now I'll, I'll email someone and say, hey, you know, I'm in Dubai, let's meet. And they'll say, okay, let's do a video meeting. And I'm like, I could do that from anywhere, you know, but I'm here. But people are kind of conditioned now, you know, they want to do it, which is an interesting observation. I'm not sure if that's a, a temporary thing. I think it's definitely going to continue much more because people now are used to uh, doing either a Google Meet or a Zoom or a Microsoft Teams. Um, it's just a regular thing. So whereas before, I mean, I've, I've been doing it for 10 years. So for me, you know, in, since, since the Skype days, which is still around, I guess. So it wasn't much, but it, but it is interesting how often that happened. So we're in Dubai. I've got two more weeks. Um, well, then we're heading back to Prague, although looking at the COVID cases in Europe right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we decide to stay out here a little bit longer. But, it, but it's been nice, you know, good socializing, good, good family time. But uh, in terms of live events, obviously this is the events podcast. So when I was in London, the first event I went to, Ben... Uh, Rouse and me, Ben's my colleague at Apps Events. There's um, a trade show called Send, a T- test Times Educational Supplement Send. Send stands for special Send stands for special education and needs. Uh, 
uh, and it is all special education needs and disabilities, sorry. And it's a trade show, obviously, for, for that topic, education. And we figured we'd do a booth, and it was my first time ever uh, doing a booth at a trade show. Uh, and check out our previous episode on this topic if you if you want to get some tips. It was interesting. Um, very small booth. Great to uh, great to have two people on there. Uh, you know that really means one of you can take a break. Um, we didn't get that many good leads, and, and I tried to use some of the tips we talked about. You know, not be on your phone. Try to engage with people without being too pushy. I mean, you don't want to be the guy. You know, who's sort of you know needy and getting people across but you also don't want to be a, a wallflower and stand there and nobody comes to talk about you so it was okay what was interesting was more the potential business deals there's, there's a company we work with uh before and they and maybe we can do a tie-up and actually you know it was interesting because the most useful thing out of that show was just um speaking to this company and i could have you know i'm in touch with them anyway i could have you know talked to them on skype on skype on on meet but the interesting thing is just being in person and we, we both got that it was one morning early before the show started and we were just chatting having a coffee and it was amazing these kind of serendipitous moments and it actually happened to me again uh, the trade show I'll talk about in a minute here in Dubai you know another company I've been working with for a while but then we got talking and we're like maybe we could do this together and that is really I mean I don't think anyone here needs me to tell them about the power of face to face but it's just interesting that these things, both of which look like could be good, mutually beneficial, you know, deals for the comp for me and, and for the other companies, wouldn't have happened, you know, on Skype. I mean, you know, it's I mean, I know sometimes people do do a video call. I don't know why I keep saying Skype. I haven't used Skype for about six years. I've said it once and it's it's in my brain now. Meet. If I say Skype, I mean Google Meet. So uh, these company, you know, these meetings are just so different. I mean, people do meets and Google meets and they get online and they do have chats. But, you know, and, and it was a big thing. I think everyone in the early days of COVID, people were getting online with their friends and having group chats and group pub nights. But I, I never liked it. And I, and, I, and I spent so much of my time on video chats anyway that I got sick of it. And, and these these wouldn't have happened. So that's a real, really interesting thing for someone who's thinking about, you know, attending a conference or a trade show, who's thinking about, you know, maybe exhibiting or maybe running another conference. Like th these meetings, um, you know, don't happen. The serendipitous meetings that you haven't planned. You know, that wasn't the reason we went there. We went there to meet customers and actually we ended it with, you know, possibly a relationship. So what was it like? So it was interesting, you know, obviously there was, they were checking, um, they wanted to see your vaccination status. Although, you know, it was, it was really kind of theater in my opinion. I mean, they did check it, but a lot of people they didn't check. I could have just showed them a PDF. Nobody really, you know, they did check the date and everything, but no one scanned the QR code or anything. I think it would be so hard. People come from different countries. There's all sorts of different vaccination certificates. And I don't know how you could enforce that, but, um, People were wearing masks. The numbers, I mean, I would say, I, I haven't been there before, but based on what attendees were telling me, it was like 50% of normal, something like that, uh, which was actually the other shows I've been to were, were similar. So I think in terms of how people behaved at the, at the, you know, in the post-COVID times, very similar to normal, obviously, apart from the masks. Uh, one thing that I did notice was um, normally the networking events are a big part of... Um, of trade shows and all conferences it's a huge part of it in fact one of my favorite parts and these it was noticeable um that it was much less well attended uh, you know there wasn't that many people even though again again my first show a lot of people i know had been there before and that was true in dubai for the two events i went to as well the trade shows are quiet the the big one i went to uh, there's a big irish pub next to it you know it's uh, anyone who's been to the, the um, excel center in london you know there's a fox nearby everyone goes there to meet up and, and this was a similar kind of place and the and it was just empty you know there was no one in there 
Uh, so people are reluctant to socialize. You know, they're going for the event, I think, and, and just heading off. So that was the one in the UK and then the one in Dubai, big trade show. It's, co it's called uh, Jess again, big kind of education technology. It's the whole of the Middle East. Really interesting. Um, normally, I already mentioned, you know, probably 50% of the usual based on what people told me. Uh, normally, a lot of international schools, but I work with international schools in our business and normally a lot of international schools go there. But uh, there was almost none there. And I think a lot of schools just didn't want to release people. And I think for people running... <clears throat> People running business events, you know, you've got to know. Will if you if you're getting attendees, you know, the company is sending companies are sending people or schools are sending people. Will they release them? And I think what happened with the international schools is a lot of schools didn't want to release people. A lot of people. So there was a few people from Emirates where where we are, UAE, but actually most people were from uh, Saudi Arabia, and it was very interesting because it's, it wasn't really on my radar. Saudi Arabia. We've, we've done one small event now. We've got a couple of customers there. But the interest in Saudi Arabia was huge. They, they had the biggest stand, the Ministry of Education had the biggest stand at the show. A lot of attendees, a lot of publicity around the fact that Saudi Arabia now allow foreigners to set up wholly owned businesses. So you can set up a business there now. And they're really pushing it. You know, they have a tourism visa they never had before. So, you know, again, no need to email me, no comment on Saudi Arabia. Obviously, whatever you think of the human rights issue, I'm just talking purely about uh, the opportunities there. So if anyone's thinking of maybe a new frontier of events um, it could be Saudi Arabia it could be it could be interesting the Middle East seems to be booming generally right now although I mean I'm slightly skeptical there isn't going to be an economic crisis but let's wait and see I could be wrong hope I'm wrong um, so yeah this event again similar things people wear masks they were a bit strict to hear about checking the um, about checking the COVID certificates but again not super strict what was interesting was they did uh, and I didn't really like it, but it, it was it was it must have saved a lot of money. They didn't have any badges. You you had to um, download a badge, and you could have a short on your phone, or you could print it. And so obviously most people, and you had to print it on A5, which isn't realistic. I mean, most people don't have like you know you could print it on A4 and cut it in half, but it's a lot of hassle. So most people just showed it on their phone, and they said this was to make it a contactless you know experience to to cause of COVID and, and it came across as a bit cheesy I just got the impression they wanted to save money and and I didn't think it was good because normally when everyone's wearing a badge you can see who they are what they're working for you know I mean occasionally people turn it around if they don't want everyone to know but there you can see and this was different you just didn't know you know you didn't have that advantage of saying oh you know you're at so-and-so school so-and-so company great you know I know someone from there that was that was really one of the main differences Otherwise, you know, typical trade show, overpriced food, big queues to get a meal, you know, the usual the usual stuff. Again, you know, just missed out on the social side of it, I think. That's normally a fun part of events, and, and really it was very quiet. Not many people were were, were going out. Um, second that, there wasn't there was an award ceremony I went along to, but I actually, in that case, I was the one that going out. You know, I was tired, had to get back to the family, so, so I didn't do it. So... Uh, Today was a conference I was at. Um, it's called edX Mina, which means Mina means Middle East, North Africa. Again, same thing. Fifty percent of the numbers people said. Well, you know, it's interesting having the spaced out seating. Um, it was strange. You know, normally you you know you'll sit down and sometimes if it's, if it's a busy room again you get a bit of serendipity. You get to talk to some people around you. That didn't happen. You know, you you, you had like a. I guess a meter or a meter and a half between every seat. But then again, you know, there was a paid event next door, which was part of it, which I, I called into, uh, which was all about investment in education. And there, you know, the paid event, you had round tables, you know, round table normally like, you know, the, I guess, 
you know, two meter wide, the big round table, seating eight people, whatever. Um, and everyone's sitting normally. So I was like, is it just theater? The free event had distancing and the, and the paid one, you know, a bit like it's like how airlines, you know, you, you can't get a drink in, in economy class now because of COVID, but they'll serve you drinks in business class. I don't know if it was something similar to that. You know, you got, you got better seating arrangements for the paid version. But people spread out, people wear masks, you know, again, um, not, no real specific um, numbers. It also exhibitors, all the, all the shows I went to had reduced exhibitor numbers. Everyone said it, you know, probably down 30%, 40% from, from the usual. I mean, Jess, the big one, they even moved to a different hall compared to where they normally hold Jess. So that was a, that was a big thing. I think the guess, the question is now, you know, what, obviously the thing everyone's talking about is what's the outlook for 2022? Um, no one knows. I mean, you know, I would have said a month ago, things are looking great. You know, we're heading for a golden period of events. But now, I mean, I'm recording this on the 22nd of November in 2021. And Europe's heading back into lockdown. I mean, I'm supposed to be going to Austria in January. That's now in jeopardy. Austria's in a full lockdown. The UK cases are getting worse. So I, I can't offer any prediction. I really think that People, uh, you know, general society view, I don't think this is anything new, is that people are going to learn to live with it, I think. You know, lockdowns can't go on forever. The economic effect, uh, you know, is is hard. People who want to be vaccinated are going to be vaccinated. Uh, obviously, people are not um, running are running more of a risk and maybe maybe help things spread it, but that's that's a discussion for another, another podcast. Um, you know, I think live events are going to take place now. I think definitely that they've started. I don't think people are going to stop. The question is, are they going to be sustainable? Are, you know, because obviously if you're running at a hotel, you're paying your DDL, your delegate day rate. Uh, if you're running a, in a trade show, you're paying the exhibition center. You know, are they going to be viable economically? Uh, and that's what we're going to see. I, I mean, it's going to come back eventually for all the people that work in events and had a tough time. You know, I feel for you, it's, it's affected everyone. It's good times are going to come back. I hope they're coming back soon. If not, they're going to come back in six months or, you know, a year. But Whatever you're doing to get through, you know, you'll, you'll get through it and then we'll all be meeting in person again. So that's the end of this chat. I mean, let me know what you think. It's the first kind of, maybe I've rambled a little bit, but I've, I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've been doing and, and the events I've been to. Uh, recording a great chat with someone called James Shramko. He's been on the podcast twice uh, and he's a really interesting guy. I'm talking to him tomorrow. He's talked about his own events, but tomorrow we're going to get into how to run membership communities, which is a lot of interesting thing for all entrepreneurs, how you could create a paid or free membership community and, and build your community. So thanks for listening. All the best. And, you know, go out and, and host an event and let's start meeting in person.